Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show tonight. Uh, Zach, over the weekend I have ruined the flight for somebody sitting next to me on a plane. This wouldn't be the first time? No. Uh, what no. was it this time? Was it <laughs> the gas issues? Oh, okay, well, hold on a second. I need to be very clear to those who haven't heard the show before. Zach's exaggerating for humour <laughs> here. I've never ruined someone's Actually, flight from gas. you know what? what? You know what? Yeah. It, not only it, wouldn't it be the second time, yeah. it wouldn't be the third time, and I would right. wager it might not even be the fourth time. Look, you know, it, it, look. if you sit next to me on a plane, you haven't won the uh, you haven't won the lottery. It's fair to say. There was that incident on a flight to Launceston a few years ago where I misheard the cabin crew saying, uh, please, I, they were saying don't sleep in the aisles. I thought they were saying don't sleep, so I woke up the guy next to me who'd fallen asleep. He loved he, it. Pretty pissed off. You guys still in contact? No, we haven't chatted. We should do the reunion. I think that's coming up from that flight, actually. Catch up and chat about the good old days. What what category does this one fall into? Um, this falls into the realm of theft. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I'm going to have to issue an apology because I didn't get the chance to apologise on the plane. Yeah. I'm hopeful that maybe an apology on the show tonight can make up for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we can make good there. So we'll get there shortly. Right. Across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I was driving uh, with my friend Ainsley the other day. She was giving me a lift to the airport. And uh, we were stuck behind a few cars of traffic lights. The light went green. No one moved. And um, I said, I'll just give him a a bit of a beep. A quick honk of the horn. Mm -hmm. She started panicking, said, I've never beeped my horn before. Now, what I got to witness in the 20 seconds after that was the first time Ainsley beeped her horn, because eventually she had to, to, mm-hmm. to get the traffic to move along. And I will say, the exhilaration that getting a, being able to do that for the very first time, the exhilaration that provided her with was unlike any high I've seen anyone on in my lifetime. I don't understand why mm. she's never used her horn before. Well, she's been on the roads for a few years now. In a few years? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how often... Well, this, this raises a big question. Yeah. How frequently do you beep? Every month. You reckon, holy crap. Once a month. There is a problem with your driving if you're beeping monthly. Oh, don't give me that, dumb. I've been <laughs> with you beeping. We talked about yeah. this two weeks ago. Sure. Don't you try to put beeping problems on me. No, I don't beep once a month. I've been with you multiple <laughs> times when you've beeped. You've okay. never been with me when I've beeped. <laughs> well, that's true. I reckon I beep annually. No, I have don't. one beep a year. In okay, me. well, then I've witnessed your last five <laughs> somehow, and they all occurred this year. Yeah, well, maybe I'm anxious when I'm driving with you. I, there is no way in hell I beep more than once a year. I mean, I would like to put in, you know how they have like uh, Fitbits yeah. that count your steps? I'd love to have a beep counter well, in I mean, my car. in your car, it counts the case. Yeah, Could that's Could there just be a little one next to it? How many times you beep? Seconds spent beeping. Yeah. That's not a bad result, actually. Because that could measure your, your mood, your temperament. The point is, somehow Ainsley had gone all this time without even one beep. But the majority of my beeps aren't to tell people. Mm. It's to say hello. Oh, you beep, you beep as a greeting. Yeah, when you see your friends. Oh, I don't think I've ever done that. I always feel self-conscious that someone in their area is going to take it aggressively. When you, this, we went through this last I know, week. There's I know. aggressive beeping. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to think beep beep is aggressive. No, but I'm, the point is, I'm I'm not because you're heavy-handed. Yeah, that's it. I'll, yeah. I'll end up laying into the horn. Yeah, someone's going to freak out and think I'm getting mad at you them. You never leave someone's house, double back around, and beep as you go past and wave. Uh, I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Well, you'd have to go to a friend's house first, uh, I guess. You know what? We're circling around and oh, we found okay. it. First one, <laughs> first one of the nights out of the way there. Um, stay tuned for plenty more of that. Um, <laughs> here's what I want to do now, though, Zach, because I saw the joy that this beep brought to my friend Ainsley's life. Yeah. So I would like to offer the opportunity 
131060, is there anybody listening to this right now who has never beeped? Or maybe, maybe you've never beeped in the current car you're in. You've never heard the car horn of the car you're currently driving. Yep. Okay. Because maybe, maybe you just got a new car. Maybe you're a very uh, passive driver yep. and you never beep. Because I think if we can give someone the opportunity to have their first ever beep live on air. You want to broadcast a first time beeper. Yeah. I think that'd be great. So 131060, if that's you. Now, you did mention just then, Zach, that there are aggressive beeps and non-aggressive beeps. I think we should be aiming for mm. a non-aggressive, a I agree. celebration beep. What's a celebration beep, do you reckon? Something light, short. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe a two, two beeps? Because what, well, what you do is aggressive is long. Yeah. And consistent. Yeah. Celebration or greeting beeps are short and sharp. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. Like that, that would be a celebration beep. Okay. Right. Well, that, that's what we can work with. So 131060, have you never beeped your horn? We will get a first time beeper. This is the equivalent of, you know, a baby taking its first steps. Do you know what I mean? Sure. You know how excited and happy the parents are? Mm-hmm. That's what, I feel like you're not on board for this, to be honest. I'm on board with the beep. I'm yeah. not on board with that analogy. <laughs> Well, I, I don't. I, is it confusing? Is the is the is the horn the baby or is the car? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, wh- what are we? Are we the parents? You're overthinking we're, it. Where the parents of a car? You're overthinking it. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Heleni is in Sydney. Uh, okay, Heleni, how long how, how long have you been on the roads, Heleni, without beeping? Okay, um, I've been driving for about like three years now, but this is a new car. That's why I haven't yet beeped in it. So but you... in my old car, I've, I've had so many car crashes, and I've just beeped, and I'm just so traumatized with right. beeping. Right, okay. So I tried to, yeah. Well, that seems understandable. Yeah. <laughs> but do you feel ready, Heleni? Do you feel ready to have a beep tonight? No, at all. Like, I, I'm like, mm. I really don't want to beep. <laughs> all right. You might have called the wrong segment. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, look, Heleni, obviously, it, it, it's up to you. If you don't feel confident enough to have a beep. If you're not ready to beep again, no, like, we're not going to. You're going to do it. Okay. It. Yeah. You okay. feel up to doing it? All right. Okay. Well, we're, we're with you every step of the way, Heleni. Well, you... I'm actually at a red light right now. So if I beep, I'm just going to look like I'm like humiliating myself. Cause <laughs> right, well, let's, being... Yeah. Let's wait for the light to change. Let's give okay, it a... We'll just talk amongst we'll ourselves. Chat. How's your day been, Heleni? Oh, okay. It's changed. All right. We're going to hear a beep. Here we go. Oh, okay. want... Can we count you in? Can we count you in? Do I do a long beep or a short beep? Short beep. Short beep. We'll count you in, Heleni. Here a we go. A couple of short ones. Heleni's okay. first beep in this car in three, okay. two. One. Yes. yes. Oh, is it good to be back? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> okay. Well, I think a lady's having a moment of joy there, Zach. Oh, and everyone oh, around, true. if you could hear that, yeah. traveling the streets of Sydney. <laughs> that was a joyful beep. That was joyful. No need to worry. That was a beep of celebration that's yep. just occurred there. Well, I feel, you know, I do feel, I'm going to stick with my analogy. I do feel like that was a, ki- a baby taking its first step, Zach. Okay. Don't you feel like proud parents? Sure. I'm feeling still like you don't. I'm so confused by that analogy. (laughs) Also, it wasn't a first beep. It's the first beep back. First beep back. It's a return. She learned how to walk. Okay. She forgot. Yep. And she's walking again at six years old. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Selene. How do you feel? Amazing. Not really. But yeah. Okay. Uh, Shouldn't have gone back to Helene. Come on, Helene. You were meant to say that changed my life. Collective Now Late Nights is the greatest radio show. (laughs) Everyone should listen. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Have you ever wondered what sort of actions cause an Uber driver to drop your passenger rating? Yeah, what what is it specifically? Because they don't give you like a criteria sheet, like at school or uni, saying if you do this, you're down. They don't give you that. That's why it was so good last week to hear from an Uber driver, Daniel. Mm. And he gave us a bit of a list of what he drops people down for. 
I've personally got my little rules. Yeah. People that touch the radio without asking, drop them down a star. Wow. They slam the door, drop them down a star. <laughs> wow. They leave rubbish in the car, drop them down a star. Now, Tom, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Advice for everyone. Very helpful. It's it's something that I think everyone needs to hear. The the issue with it is it's not very catchy. It's not very memorable. And you know, yeah. like a lot of ads on TV, what they'll do is put a bit of a jingle to things so well, that okay, it gets yeah. into your head a little bit. Well, that's common knowledge, isn't it? That if something's in a song, yes. it stays in your mind more than just words. Well, we wanted Daniel's advice as an Uber driver yeah. about things that drop passengers down a star for. Sure. We wanted it to be in your heads forever. Yeah. So we've got a brand new song. Playing the radio this evening, Daniel and Snoop Dogg. I've personally got my little rules. Yeah. People that touch the radio without asking, drop them down a star, drop them down a star, drop them down a star. Oh they leave rubbish in the car, drop them down a star, drop them down a star, drop them down a star. Wow. They slam the door, drop them down a star, drop them down a star, drop them down a star. <laughs> Wow. I hope you're listening, Daniel. That one's for you. <laughs> Fresh <problem>. hits. <laughs> we can guarantee no other stations playing that one. No. <laughs> Daniel, the Uber driver with Drop It Down a Star. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, uh, I think I probably ruined um, the flight of the person sitting next to me over the weekend on a plane. This is becoming um, a little bit of a well, trend. It's happened a couple of times. Is yep. this one odour related? Okay. I, settle down. You know I've never ruined anyone's flight for odour reasons. Well, well, not that we know of. <laughs> none confirmed. None confirmed. Yes, I have ruined flights in the past through interference and things like that, but never through odour. Yes. What's this one? So, so it's not odour. It's not odour. It's theft related. Um, okay, that's weird. Well, I'll tell you the story and you tell me how guilty you think I am. So um, it was uh, uh, one of those, it's Qantas flight, right? So you get given food and drink. That's part of the flight package. Ra- not one of those airlines where you have to buy any food or drink. Mm-hmm. So they were doing the food service up and down, giving everyone their snack and their drink. And I was sitting in an aisle uh, where it was, there was a, someone I didn't know sitting in the window seat. Then there was an empty seat and then it was me in the aisle. Now, she had fallen asleep pretty early into the flight. So, window. Window seat, fallen asleep, right? She, she'd been asleep for about 45 minutes when the cart makes its way towards us. And anyway, they say, oh, do you think she'll want anything? You know, gesturing to the person asleep next to me, the stranger who I do not know. And I said, and this initially, and I want to be really clear to anyone listening, this was very originally a good Samaritan act. I said, well, you know what? Give it to me. I'll hold on to it. And then when she wakes up, if she wants it, I'll say, hey, you missed it. But here's your food. You can't drink. be trusted with a soft drink. <laughs> yeah. Well. And some cheese and biscuits. Uh, <laughs> well, what happened was they said, yeah, that sounds good. And I put them on my tray table as well. I thought, I'll just mine them for a bit. I had my um, snack and my drink. And then uh, about 20 minutes passed. <laughs> oh, she didn't <laughs> wake up. Really? It's her fault. <laughs> well, the, the plane starts the descent, right? And, you know, it's about a half hour descent. And I'm like, well, I mean, at this stage... Really, she's she's not going to get it at this stage. She's, she's very asleep. I've had mine 20 minutes ago. I'm a bit peckish again. I'm going to have seconds. I mean, it's, it would be a shame to see the food go to waste. Go another round. It'd be a shame, wouldn't it? I mean, I hate food wastage. You know me. Yeah. So why not? So I finish it. Now, just as I'm wiping the crumbs off my mouth, <laughs> she wakes up. And she kind of leans over to me and she says, hey, do you uh, know when they're doing the, the food service? <laughs> now, a normal person um, here. <laughs> I think you're a bit late. <laughs> yeah, 
a normal person might have come clean and said, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were going to wake up. I've had it, right? Yeah. Instead, I lied. Mm. I basically said, oh, I think they didn't give you any um, because you were asleep. Bummer. But then she looks at the, the <laughs> like, you know, what, what do you, the pouch, I guess, where you keep your stuff. And I've got some rubbish there. And she said, did you get doubles? <laughs> and I just said, yeah, I did. I asked if I could get doubles and they gave it to me. She yeah. said, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, now that's where things ended. Now, I'm pretty sure this woman walked off the plane with some pretty strong suspicions about me. Why do people... It, yep. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> why people around you seem mm. to... Mm. They, they seem to cotton on to what you're doing and I'm confront you about it. Well, I'm not subtle. I'm not right. subtle okay. to begin with. And there were two um, ginger beer cans stuffed into the pouch. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty obvious at this stage yep. what I'd done. Yep. So I'd like to take the moment just to apologize to the woman who was sitting in 24A, mm -hmm. if she is listening, if she happens to be listening. I would like to say I owe her some cookies and a drink. But you couldn't wait. Yep. You couldn't wait 20 minutes. <laughs> what do you, mean? you couldn't resist not having a ginger beer okay. for 20 minutes. Sure, that's the narrative you can take. Do you know the narrative I'd like you to take? What's that? Well done you, Dom, for waiting 20 minutes. <laughs> that's a new record. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Harry Potter and the Prisoner Who's Not a Fan. I'm a what? Zach has for some time on this radio show been paying at Harry Potter without having ever seen it. I challenged him to watch all of the films thinking this would win him over... Today he has watched film number five, The Order of the Phoenix. So far, the first four films haven't made him a Harry Potter fan. No. But the fifth film is where the action starts getting serious. They they form The Order of the Phoenix. The, the war against Voldemort really picks up a bit of a notch. And I'm hopeful this is the film, Zach, that might have won you over. All right, well, here's my review. This week I watched Harry Potter and The Order of the Phoenix, or as it should be called, Harry Potter and his emo phase. The first 20 minutes is Harry just moping around being sad. In spite of being back at Hogwarts, I feel more alone than ever. Seriously, I thought we were just minutes away from Harry getting out the eyeliner and dancing to a Green Day song. <laughs> I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. A new teacher is brought into Hogwarts to turn the place around. Study hard and you will be rewarded. Fail to do so... And the consequences may be severe. She's made out to be the bad guy, but seriously, mm. Hogwarts standards were slipping fast. In the last couple of years, yeah. they gave the caretaker a teaching job, resulting in a student getting injured. They, <laughs> an escaped prisoner was hiding at the school, and a kid died! <laughs> Okay. The school should have yeah. been shut down. There has been some serious health and safety concerns that need to be addressed. Zach, are you taking a pro-Dolores Umbridge approach? Not necessarily. I didn't agree with <laughs> the extent she went to, but something right. needed to happen at Hogwarts. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I do realise when you put it like that, that is a health and safety claim. Harry starts Dumbledore's army, or yeah. as it should have been called, Dumble Adorable Army, because they are so cute. Working hard is important. But there's something that matters even more. Believing in yourself. Wow! The power has been inside of us the whole time! <laughs> yeah. In I'm, this film... I'm sorry, I'm just waiting for the bit where you say, and this is where I started loving the series. Is that coming now? In this film, Harry kisses a girl. <laughs> yep. Considering they're both wizards, it was a bit weird, because there was no magic there. <laughs> you can always tell how little sense a Harry Potter film makes by how much Dumbledore has to explain at the end. Yeah. He's a Harry Potter council worker coming through and filling in all the plot holes. He'll be seeing <laughs> the union after this one because he had to work a lot of overtime. <laughs> I, I don't remember the end of the fifth film. Does Dumbledore have a bit of a monologue? 
every film. Really? He goes and sits down next to Harry <laughs> and explains the whole premise of everything. <laughs> Not very well either. Okay. It's like, do you want to know why they couldn't touch your skin? Because <laughs> your mum loved you. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense, Dumbledore. Okay, hold on. You've already done your Philosopher's Stone review. You can't do that one again. Oh, this one was like, mm. hey, do you know why I've been absent the whole time? Yeah. Oh, because I didn't want uh, Voldemort knowing that we were friends. <laughs> it's like, well, could you have given me a bit of a heads up? I don't understand why telling me that at the start would have been an issue. I'm guessing, Honestly, yeah. there has not been a film that makes sense. <laughs> well, that's not true. The books might. Okay, The books might. True. On the transfer to film, it doesn't make sense. And I will say to anybody, (laughs) I'll say to anybody who says it does make sense, Mm. I bet they read the book. If you haven't read the books, it doesn't make any sense. The films are Mm. only for people who have read the book. For anyone who's stuck by your reviews so far, they started off a bit jovial, sarcastic against the films. This this one, you're getting actually annoyed that you have to keep watching Well, let me finish first. Okay. Anyway, I didn't really like this one. But it's probably one of the better Harry Potter films because they've been finally listening to the fans and there was less of Ron. <laughs> the end. <laughs> you really don't at like the Ron. Start, look, at the start, yeah. I'm actually much worse now because at the start, <laughs> yes. I always said to you, I'm not against it. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. Okay. Now I'm against it. Okay. Well, the good news for all the Harry Potter fans out there is we've got three more films to win you over. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I'm starting to lose confidence that's going to happen. But you never know. Half-Blood Prince is up next, Zach. Can I just watch those, like, four-minute recaps on no. YouTube? Could I just watch those? No, you're watching all of them. In fact, I'd like you to watch all the deleted scenes as well, no. if you can. They already go long enough. They're, like, all <laughs> two and a half hours. It's like, you couldn't have cut this down? Oh, boy. I'm really disappointed. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump revealed why he got rejected by Hogwarts. They said you needed a magic wand. Remember a magic wand? We don't have a magic wand. Also, Miley Cyrus has finished her advent calendar already. Yeah, you know, uh, I think... Yeah, I think I overdid it. I think I I got a little worn out. And Shane Warne briefly dated the Queen. I'll always love Elizabeth and we'll always care for each other. Um, But, you know, I don't think we'll ever get back together. I doubt that very much. But um, we still keep in touch. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's (laughs) pet name game. This is a game anyone with a pet can play. Give us a call on 131060. We mm. think just by hearing the name of your pet, we yep. can figure out what type of animal you have. Let's get into it. We have Jason in Melbourne. What is your pet's name, Jason? My pet's name is Luigi. Luigi. Oh, okay. Can I ask, Jason, do you have another pet called Mario? Uh, no. No. Okay, okay. interesting. I thought okay. maybe it could have been an animal that's paired up and you'd have the, the Mario. I've always thought, you know how they're called the Mario Brothers? Yeah. Really unfair to Luigi. Why? Well, because why, like, why don't they have a shared last name? They do. Mario. Mario's the surname. Yeah, Mario Mario is Mario's <laughs> name. And Luigi okay. Mario right. is Luigi's name. Okay, well, there's something I've never known before. Yep. So thanks for clearing that up for me tonight. That's right. That's good to get. Uh, anything coming at you for Luigi? I'm thinking animals that have a moustache. Are there any animals that like cleaning out pipes or running <laughs> through pipes? Okay. Hamster. Well, uh, what's an, like yeah. an Australian version of a hamster? Maybe guinea a guinea pig? pig. Guinea pig. I was thinking maybe a snake. Snakes go through pipes, or is that just in Harry Potter too? Uh, <laughs> I guess they could go through pipes. All right, I feel like we've gotten sidetracked, but guinea pig, is that where we're going? I reckon guinea pig. Jason, is Luigi a guinea pig? Uh, no. What is he? It's a budgie. Budgie. Why, why Luigi? Any reason? 
Uh, one of my old mates, like he was 98 years old, and he gifted that bird, and yeah. he's an Italian. Yeah. He gifted that bird to my wife, so he kept it as Luigi. Okay, right, so okay. it had nothing to do with Mario. No, but you know what? Along the way, we did get a bit of a history lesson about the Mario Brothers. So that's handy. That's not true, what I said about Mario <laughs> Brothers. You are aware of that, right? You keep talking about it being true. It's like, got, I thought it was very Zach, obvious that that's not true. No, but we could have claimed it. Sent it to news.com.au as a special insight. Lee is in Melbourne. What's your pet's name, Leah? His name is Habanero. Like the chili? Yes. Okay. okay. Is Habanero a chili? I'm yep. not a chili guy, so I wouldn't know. All right, what are we... It could be a red animal then. Yeah, or an animal that reminds you... Hot and feisty. I'm thinking a small animal that has a lot of energy. Yeah. Like a chihuahua or something. That would make sense. Do you want to go dog? Yep. Keep it easy. Leah, is it a dog? How good are you? (laughs) Yes! Come on! (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom! Pretty good. Double points. What breed? It's a chihuahua. Oh! Oh! Yeah! What? Ow! What? Well, that's, I mean, that's the best effort you've had in this game, I think, Zach. Thank you very much. Leah did say, how good are you? The answer is pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, if the ball's in your court, do you just want to finish there for the night on a celebration? Let's go for glory. Go for, okay, Let's we're taking the go risk. for glory. All right, if we can get this one, this what a finish it would be. We've never got game. two out of three. Haven't we? I don't think so. <laughs> Not recently by any stretch. Vicky and Shepparton, what's your pet's name? Ice cream. Ice cream. All right, well, here's our options. Animal that looks like ice cream. <laughs> An animal that wants eight ice cream. Could it be a cow? No, An animal that makes ice cream. Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought it's a cow. I mean, it could be a cow. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like I've never met a cow with any sort of a name after a dairy product. Yep. And you've so, met a lot of cows. I'm, I'm, You're you a dairy that, fan. I'm a dairy fan. I'm no, wondering. coming to you then? Well, if you think of a vanilla ice cream, right? Yep. Something that sort of looks like a vanilla ice cream, like a scoop of vanilla ice cream. How about Dalmatian? Choc chip ice cream. <laughs> oh, crap. Dog that's again. Good. Are you sure? Okay. Vicky, is ice cream a dog? No. I thought we had it. I was going to say bird. What's ice cream? A rabbit. A rabbit. Notice how Dom Dom throws one in at the end there. (laughs) Because there's nothing riding on it. There's nothing riding on it. He'll just throw an extra animal out there. I was thinking this one. Oh, yeah, well, why didn't you bring it up earlier, Dom, when we were locking in an answer? I'm just saying. And then if it was a bird, he would have gone... I told her, and I'd be like, no, you didn't tell us. You waited until (laughs) after the answer was locked in to throw out another one. Well, look, you got a good guess in there. We all learned a new fact about the Mario Brothers. (laughs) Was ice cream a bird? Well, that's what you guessed. What was ice cream? I guess was a rabbit. Rabbit, okay. A vanilla ice cream, apparently, named after vanilla ice cream. Anyway, you know what? I'm going to claim tonight as a win. Should have gone out on that second one. (laughs) That's okay. Everyone remember that? That was pretty good. (laughs) Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, you might have noticed the podcast is a little bit shorter today. Mm, And also that we're not doing much about the Christmas hour that we spoke about for the past few weeks. What we're going to do, and we feel like that this is very exciting for everyone. Very exciting. We have two weeks left of the radio show. But what we're going to do after that two weeks, for Mm. the week leading into Christmas, we're going to save all the Christmas show that we do on the radio and make Mm. a very special Christmas podcast for that week so that there's more Collective Noun leading into Christmas. And so... Mm. What from like the 20th of December or whatever it is, where yep. you really kick it up a notch, That's Christmas spirit wise, you'll have a Christmas related show to listen to. So every day of that week, 
ideally, what you're going to get in your podcast feed is a Collecting Down Christmas podcast, which will be the best bits of the Christmas hour over the next few weeks. I'll be all the bits. All the bits. And maybe with some extras thrown in that we do especially oh, really? for you. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe stuff will do come you, up. Are, are, are you brooming with so many Christmas ideas? <laughs> you're like, it's not going to fit into the hour. I, I don't know. We're going to have to do more. I, I, I don't know if an hour's enough for me, Zach. Yeah. That's my, oh, you know how they have like uh, those all night news networks, right? 24-7 news. Could you do 24-7 Christmas? I think I, think I could in December. Yeah. I think because the reason they started 24-7 news networks was because there was so much news and people needed rolling coverage. I thought it was advertising. Was it advertising? Well, I'm, I'm more of an optimist and you're more of a cynic. Yeah. The point is... I don't think there's... Mm. I think the amount of news has stayed consistent yeah. forever. Well, you know what disappoints me? You know how on Christmas Eve there's those Santa trackers? Have you seen them? Yeah. It's like you go online and it shows you where Santa is. You're disappointed is. with the accuracy. Well, I'm not disappointed with the accuracy. I'm disappointed that we only get that tracker on Christmas Eve. Yeah, you like, want to see like what to know... Santa's doing throughout the year. That's Crack it. that whip. <laughs> yeah. Well, give me an update now. What's he up to right well, now? He's in the North Pole. But has, have they finished construction on all the gifts? Hmm. Construction might not be the word, but so have they finished you know, all like the gifts? So you like when you put your Uber Eats order in. Yeah, yeah, exactly says, that. And it says making. Yeah. It says been picked up. It's on its way. <laughs> you want that for your gifts. That's what I want. I want to know, is Santa stacking the sleigh now? Is that in the next stage of his journey? Mm-hmm. And That'd I think... take a while, wouldn't it, for the whole world? <laughs> well, you would. They never so... really go into the practical elements of it in all no. the Christmas movies about Santa. Well, I guess a logistical Christmas film, some might say is missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit dull, maybe. But I'd be up for that. The you point, know how they yeah. do factory tours? I'm quite into those shows. Yeah. Where they show you the assembly lines. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. You'd like to see that? I'd like to see that of Santa's. Yeah. But I don't think Santa would let cameras in. Well, you have a long-running theory that he's breaking some workplace conditions. In oh, the yeah. <laughs> I don't think those elves are there. <laughs> yep. Uh, according to their free will, put Look, it that way. <laughs> maybe if the elves unionise one day, Santa's going to be Santa's in Santa's going to be in big trouble. He will be. But that, look, we don't have to worry about that. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Yeah. If anyone does want to, any TV network does want to pick me up for rolling 24-7 Christmas coverage, I reckon I can what do it. What would you do if you were mm. doing 24-7 Christmas coverage yeah. what as a news anchor and Oof. Santa was getting brought down for <laughs> workplace violations? <laughs> the the elves were working too hard. They weren't getting breaks. Yeah, Turns out they weren't getting paid. Tracy Grimshaw sent a reporter up there see, for a current that'd affair. That would be hard for you, wouldn't it? It would be a difficult time. I'd love to see, though, the Tracy Grimshaw a current affair shot of Santa putting his hand to the camera. Yeah. Get that out of my face. Something yeah, like similar that. Similar how they surprised the mm. honey badger <laughs> That's when he was at that hotel in Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Send the same Santa like, how did you get here? <laughs> it's meant to be a secret. <laughs> Anyway, so look, that's what you got to look forward to. The normal podcast uh, that you're listening to right now will continue to pop up over the next two weeks as well. And then the Christmas podcast to follow, Zach, which means basically this show will go all the way up to Christmas, just about, which is exciting. In the meantime, though, let's get back on with the show. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. That brings us to the end of today's uh, podcast, but Mm. we do have exciting news that I don't think we've spoken about. We've referenced. We've hinted at it, but I don't know if we've explicitly come out and said it. Uh, On the podcast, we Mm. have made a web series which is currently halfway through. That's right. Three out of six episodes are on YouTube now, Nightly News Now. It's our Mm. parody of a new show. Here's the thing. This podcast has gone for about 30 minutes. Over the last couple of weeks, the podcast had been 40 to 50 minutes. Mm. So we know you have spare time. (laughs) We know right now the podcast would usually continue Mm. 
There would usually be at least 10, 15 minutes more to go. Yep. So we know that you have 10 to 15 minutes <laughs> to go watch the, the web series on YouTube. Can I ask, like, if you watched all three episodes that were currently up, how yeah. long would that They're take They're five you? minutes each. Okay, Almost so... Almost bang on. Hang on, so you could fit the whole series so far into 15 minutes. That's right, much. and we're releasing Monday and Wednesday wow. for the next two weeks. And a little bit of something worth noting is that if you watch this uh, episode number two and you watch the tandem bike... Uh, story. Yeah. That is where the wasp sting from last week's show came from. Yeah, there you if go. You, There's so a bit of behind the scenes. Yeah, you've already had some That's behind the scenes there. in episode two. Yeah. Uh, the tandem bike. Uh, mm. It was towards mm. the shadows. Yeah, yeah, of, um, where the bike comes out of. Yeah. And they, and you know what? Everyone else who watched that episode of the web series doesn't have that no, inside info. That. Yeah. You and I should sit down and do like a, a you can do a director's commentary, Zach, yep. of the series. What do you think of that? Uh, I love it. Yeah. We, we can definitely look into doing that. But <laughs> yeah, great. If everyone <laughs> yep. who listens to the podcast mm. went and watched it, yep. we'd be very happy. We'd be very grateful. Yeah. We also think that if you like the podcast, you might like it. Hopefully. I mean, that's Same people. Yeah. Same minds. It's us. It's shorter. You get to see our faces. Yeah. I mean, what's not to... Well, maybe there's a lot not to like about <laughs> that last one. Uh, that is what we've got time for on the podcast today. Uh, what was that link again, Zach, for people to go and have a look at the web series? Go check out Collective Noun on YouTube. Nightly yep. News Now is what mm. it's called. And uh, if you uh, do want to comment on it, let us know. I think you've, uh, you've been asking for specific time codes, haven't you, of what people enjoyed? That was just last week's episode. Oh, that's... Okay, there's so There's a change new your... challenge every episode. Okay. Well, I can't even keep up with that one. keep up. Can't even keep up. <laughs> series. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.